And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some birds with friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends. Both shielding that coming at you with steps and things flapping their wings. Just on. Uh, they can be like bathing suits. What they, you know, what <laughs> Finish it up. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take them off. What the hell? What they show is, is revealing, but what they conceal is vital, right? So. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Thursday afternoon, our preview edition of Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, and Sheila Kapadia, Marissa Morris, and the Sickos in the live chat. Lots to talk about. Uh, most importantly, I think Sheil and Marissa and I rocking our rocking our Brewers gear, supporting Ben Harris, Defop Ben Harris. Let's go Brew Crew, take out the Braves, right? Since my Yankees are out, I'm uh, all all on Brewers and if the and the Rays. If that's who they're playing, then yeah, take down the Braves. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Brewers. If you're looking Zach, for ZB, sorry, go ahead. if you're looking for ZB and the Wolf, of course, you can go to the Athletics uh, YouTube page and go ahead and watch this week's episode there. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a comment. You know, usually when I berate the listeners. Uh, you know, it, it works. I'll say, you know, the sickos in the chat, you've done a good job. You know, a lot, a lot of you, I think, have already been in there, but I need more volume. I would say about one eighth of our audience is, is uh, going there and helping us out there. So, listen, if the numbers, uh, you know, are not great on that, I'll we'll quit the segment. Uh, we'll quit the show. We'll quit the, I mean, we have a lot of leverage here that we could pull. So, just do us a favor. I'm sure Bo and Zach will start this episode with some news that no one cares about. Take that time. Go to the Athletics YouTube page, uh, give it a like, give it a comment, send it to your friends, well, and we'll go from there. We got to unpack this a little bit because we're, you know, we're 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 angry at both sides, right? We're we, we want more people listening, more people watching, but we're also not super happy with the uh, the suits, mm. with the way that this last Z speak for yourself. No we there, okay? I'm very happy with the suits. <laughs> Should I roll the clip? Uh, as as Zach said, well, no, I think we can. I think we can unpack this. You know, we've got a lot to get to. We've got uh, Shield's going to give yeah. us the peek behind the scenes at the Panthers. We'll talk about the game. We'll do Maybe. swooper swordcasting. If you remember in the chat what it was I said in the post game pod that we needed to make a swooper swordcasting this week, please let us know. I cannot remember what it was, uh, but ZB and the Wolf, you know, we 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 busted it out and we found the line. We found the line that. Um, we have we have crossed and we uh ZB and the wolf a little bit a uh, little bit censored a little bit uh too hot for uh too hot for the streets what did you guys how do you guys feel do you feel like they've clipped our wings 
Well, yeah, yeah you know, right now, uh, since the numbers aren't popping, this That's is what true. happens. You have no leverage. So they can say, you know, the suits can censor us a little bit, say, sorry, that's not going in there. Talk to us when you've grown a larger audience for this uh, tremendous show on YouTube. And you can't say anything back. That's why, you know, once we get very popular, then we can put, you know, some of these big wigs in media, they go right at their bosses, you know, that's right, right at the suits a little bit. So once we get to that point, we'll be able to do it. Zach, so we, we need, brightness. we need your help to help us make yeah. this as spicier, as spicy as possible. But yeah. uh, because of that, we will entice you. I was able to pull some strings uh, with uh, an anonymous person who will not be named, who was able to capture the part of ZB and the Wolf this week that was edited out because it was deemed too hot to handle. Too spicy. I like the move by Bill Belichick. I, I know you two are not the you know biggest proponents of analytics. To me, you don't even have to look at the data. The first four I letters are all you need to know. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with just a very simple rule, Wolfman, that, you know, I, I think you'll appreciate this. You don't need any spreadsheets. So there you have it. Too much. Too much. Analytics. That's the line. Getting us in trouble, uh, just like they've gotten uh, the Eagles in trouble at times. That's exactly right. All right, the let's get. The amazing thing is, is that Bo is, is so clever that, like, just pulls that off right there in, uh, in the blink of an eye. Right. And, and, and by the way, it's one thing to think that or like to have that joke on the tip of your tongue. It's another thing to just be so willing to say, I don't it, know right? why your mind's in the gutter. It could be about, you know, being anal about the details could be, uh, it could be, could be. it could be, but my point is that right, I would be like on. debating it back. And forth. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get, uh, let's get into the, uh, the news and notes, everything we need to know. Zach, what's uh, what's the latest going on at the Novacare Complex? If you don't mind stepping into the role of the Stone Cold Newsman. The Eagles were back on the practice field this afternoon. They continue to practice without Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson is absent because of a personal matter. As we discussed on Tuesday's podcast, the team is not going into any more details on that personal matter, what we can tell you is that the Eagles practiced for the second consecutive day without uh, their starting right tackle. As far as injuries are concerned, there are a few things to, to, uh, to I suppose, monitor here. Quez Watkins being one of them, Jordan Mailata being one of them. Um, Jordan Mailata, I imagine, will get the injury report. Um, but there is a chance that he could play on Sunday, although I can tell you uh, visually you know, he's wearing this big brace on his knee. I, I know Roddy McLeod plays with such a brace, but you're curious to see uh, where seen lots my, of offensive linemen play with yeah. that brace, right? Yeah. Where my is in his recovery um, and the different combinations that the Eagles could have on the offensive line Out, outside of that, there were some uh, rest injuries. There are some limited players, but I don't think there's anything too worrisome at this point. I think Lane Johnson's status and Jordan my status are the two to watch. So your guess, Zach, is that is that Lane will not play this week, right? I mean, that would be my guess. Is that fair? That would be my guess as well at this Just point. Wh yeah. Whatever is going on that has kept him out this long, I would imagine mm -hmm. it's going to keep yes. him out uh, another few yeah. days. Uh, and with Mylotta, is your, you know, they could do Mylotta at left tackle and Dillard at right tackle. My guess is they would do what, what makes both guys more comfortable is Dillard at the left and, and Mylotta at the right, right? I 
don't know. I, I mean, I, I frankly think they would go Maialata at left tackle. They'd you go, do? I think they'd go Driscoll at right tackle, and I think they'd go Herbig at, at right guard. Really? really? So, you, so really? you think they you think they would move Maialata from from left to right? Yeah, that's what they should okay. do. I think I they mean, would do Dillard okay. at left tackle, Mylotta at right tackle, and 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 Driscoll at right guard. Now, if Mylotta hadn't CTC'd already, then you might have some. Well, I need to get my reps at left tackle to get that money. He already got he already got his money, and so uh, I think your best five would be. You know, I think Dillard has played pretty well at left tackle. Mylotta has shown in the past that he, you know I, I don't. I mean, I, you do have a point. I don't know how many reps he's gotten at right tackle. I, I think. Um, Depending on the offensive lineman, it can be not that big of a deal or a very big deal to switch Well, Scott sides. literally said this when he was talking about Dillard a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about how Dillard, it, it's harder for him because he's played left tackle his entire career, whereas with Jordan, it's easy because he doesn't have the built-in reps. He's like, right. he can flip-flop very easily. Yeah. So, yeah, I would think that would make the most, I mean, that's, that's a, you know, that's not a bad, uh, set of starting tackles honestly that i would say if you compared that mylotta and dillard even with lane johnson out like league wide i would put that as an above average pairing of uh, offensive tackles and then you'd go driscoll at right guard in that situation well i'm i'm only saying that because that's what they were going to do last week sure until lane johsen wasn't available i i think they like jack driscoll more than they like nate herbig yeah i think so too i mean one of them was a fourth round pick the other is an undrafted guy. Herbig is an interesting guy. I mean, I come out to those joint practices and I'm going, this guy cannot last. I know. And then there are reps in that game where he's just like, you know, stoning. So I'm not saying he was perfect. I mean, there were a couple issues in pass protection, but then there are reps where it's like him against a big, strong, powerful man. And he's just got that guy locked down. So he's funny. Like, like, you don't, you don't, gamer. You, you, don't you don't see, you don't see gamers, body types. But, you don't see yeah. body types like Nate Herbig around the NFL that much these days. He's a fun, he's a fun guy. And he's all, but, he's always, always looks exhausted when he's right? playing but yes. he makes it through the games he's yeah, not he you does. know it's not like oh my gosh fourth quarter's coming around i remember Herbig, herbig's gonna give up three sacks or something this last game watching him go into the go into the uh, locker room for halftime he's just like just looks just just toast he's yeah. just like barely moving but you know he gets it done powers throw yeah but uh, uh, as as you guys are saying it, it yeah it does make sense if you're gonna go with your top five I would put Dillard at left tackle, and I would put Mylotta at right tackle. And I also don't think Jordan's the type of person where he'd be resistant to that, right? Like he'd Not be willing, he'd be willing to do that. Uh, that said, there is, you know, a status that comes with being the left tackle. As Shield mentioned, he did sign that contract, but 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 usually when you are like the franchise left tackle. You want to be the friend if 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 you're able to play left tackle, you play left tackle. No, well, come on, come on. The, the check's still clear, ZB. Yeah. I mean, listen, sure. if they want to, you know, give me some kind of bump and then bump me down to uh junior NFL writer, listen, as long as the uh, as long as the checks what are clear, flex. it's all good. What a <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> that is true. Um uh what's interesting about this is you know. It's also sort of a uh, a look to see what their offensive line could look like moving forward. I mean, Lane Johnson's no spring chicken. Um, so it's possible that Dillard at left tackle and Mylotta at right tackle is the long-term answer here. It could be. I mean, especially if, if they think Dillard can be good, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Uh, one thing you neglected to mention, Zach, and I know this maybe wasn't quite on your radar, but there was a uh, press conference yesterday where something happened that you and I continued to lock eyes because something happened. Correct. And I believe we do have this video and audio okay. evidence of this. Let's go to the videotape. I understand how your responsibilities are different. Like, you know, from um, if you're looking at it, like we're, we're kind of accustomed to seeing you like pierce into the backfield more or, you know, or split a double team more or just, something like that. So can you just help us understand what you're I mean, you're watching the same thing, but I'm watching, right? Um, I think things are different. Um, got some different players in a different scheme. So it is what it is. Can you explain it, though, just so we have an understanding of it? I mean, sometimes I'm playing a three three technique. Sometimes I'm playing a four eye. I mean, it's, it's, it's just one of the things where it's just hard to get settled in in a game when you're playing so many positions and doing so many things. Nice sound effects. Cha-ching. Big hit. Yeah, fantastic work by our superstar producer, Marissa Morris. So I hit on a, uh, I hit on a, what, what was it? The crystal ball deagle predictions? Yeah. Now, according yes. to a source, uh, who asked the initial question there? And what was the initial question? Well, I believe, I believe Jeff McClain had asked, th- th- that was not even the full thing. It had already been discussed earlier in the press conference, but okay. it was a great job by everyone's, well, by Shields' favorite reporter. Tim McManus. I mean, did you see really how we didn't? Did you see how we didn't take no for an answer? There? He knew. Fletcher I mean, tries Tim to get worried. out of it, and Tim says, "I don't think so." You know, you got to have that uh, bulldog well, in you. I gotta say, you know, maybe maybe the uh, the love fest between you and Tim is not as reciprocated as you think it is, because Tim was doing that, as far as I'm concerned, because he knew that he was trying to get points for me. <laughs> so maybe I'm his favorite person with friends host. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, so thank you to Tim for, uh, for sticking it to it an early lead for me. And uh, thanks to Dennis for keeping track of that. Uh, all right. Anything else uh, on the news front here, Zach, you know, we, we talked about the offensive Zach, line. What Zach has never looked more bored by an episode. No. What is no, going on? Are you waiting on something or is something? Are you okay? Hey, is I there mean, a problem with my face here? No, you just look, no. you look, you look bored and disgusted by Bo explaining his, uh, neither bored, neither bored I respect nor disgusted. That. Yeah. No, uh, I'm listening intently to it's it's not as if we get a a, a rundown for this podcast, by the way. Oftentimes, mm, good like, point. Now we're talking you know, like when you watch PTI, you know mm-hmm. exactly where it's going. Right. That's, that's right. why they that's why they put it on the screen. Yeah, this it's it's uh, yeah. it's like an improv act. Things are just pulled out as, as we roll here. So. It's Bo's show, like you've said. Right. I mean, we try to add some organization and he says, no, it's cool. I got it. And the next thing you know, we have no idea what's going on. I mean, it's the same format every week. You guys know what's going on. Listen, I like this side of Zach, and I'm going to pull more and more out of him as the episodes go on. It's about time. Yeah, well, that's fair. I thought uh, it was going to come out during the postgame pod when you were doing the annoying, uh, you know, the, who threw for more, more passing yards or whatever. I mean, I thought... I was like, you know, if Zach just throws his headphones down and <laughs> and quits this, uh, that would be totally reasonable. Well, everybody, everybody yeah. is is very interested to see how Zach rebounds this week in Super Storecasting. Oh, maybe what that's his, why what, he's got that face. What on. his turkey spending habits <laughs> okay. are going to be like? So maybe no, he's, maybe he's very focused. I I've uh, I actually did think about it uh, the other day. 
um, trying to think what's what's the best strategy. And, and and what I was most frustrated about was was deviating from my core beliefs last week, right? Mm. Like I I had I had a philosophy. You guys teased me for it, but it was something that I felt strongly about. <laughs> And I deviated from it because, you know, a wise man avoids all extremes, right? As uh, Nick Sirianni likes to say. And I, I tell that right, to your I'm... defensive coordinator, Nick, <laughs> by the way. I was thinking about that recently. Yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> I, I, I said, I'm going to pounce. Good point. And uh, it clearly backfired. So, you know, it, I'm, I'm okay losing when I lose with like what I believe in. When I lose with what I don't believe in, that's, that's, that's a tougher way to do it. Mm. You know, Naya, it's hard to know how to teach your your kids the right way to lose. Like if she loses a, uh, you know, something at home, she's willing, you know, she's ready to like throw me out the house, punch me in the, but, but she had like a soccer thing yesterday and she's, and uh, she'll have like a nice play. And then she'll like say to the opponent, you did a great job there. You know, like she, she's always making small talk or like, yeah, I don't know. Do I need I don't need to teach her the mama mentality. Right. This is, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Then I, then later I'm like, because I thought she, she she scored in like this practice thing. And I thought she was telling her teammate good pass. So I was like, I like the goal. And I also like, you know, that's what you got to do when your teammate sets you up. You got to go over the top with praise for him. And she goes, no, actually, I was yep. telling the, you know, the opponent, uh, the girl on the other team. That she did a great job. She's like, because she did. It would have been rude not to. <laughs> like, uh, okay, yeah, that's, great. <laughs> that's the Andrew. Yeah, yeah, that's the Andrew yeah. Luck method. That's, that's true. Okay, it's All next right. level. So it's still, like it's 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 going to be harder for the opponent to to play against her like with with vigor mm, if, if they know that true. she's they so nice. That's true. They won't be cutthroat. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that's next level. All Catch right, more good. flies with honey, right? I wasn't sure if I needed to, you know. Now we, you know, we never asked how how Nia's birthday was. We, we followed up with Zach, but we didn't follow. It's fine. Up with I you. mean, it was. So you think I remembered? It was like was it last weekend? Well, I it was, mean, it was yeah. last Friday. We go, yeah, we know. go back to season one of Birds <laughs> with Friends. We know how much right. you like an ice cream cake. Did you get an ice cream cake? No, they made uh, they made homemade cake pops. Mm. Yeah, they were good. Nice. Okay. All right, let's move. I on. Like, uh, like anything, uh, anything else news-wise before we get onto uh, get onto the Panthers? Anything else we heard from uh, players over the past couple of days that was interesting? Uh, Devontae Smith looks for something in every practice to get better. That's right. You, 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 your reporter sense was when <laughs> what just went off on that bad boy. Like, ooh, this is a, this is an angle that I can that I can play. I, it wasn't. It was. It was. You try to like get any type of personality, right? You're you're sitting in these press conference settings. How often are you really seeing the way a, a guy's a guy's wired? Devontae Smith says that he doesn't like uh, he doesn't get happy about good games or like like doing good things. He he, he only never focuses gets, on the positive. He only focuses yeah, on the negative. Yeah, my so, kind of guy. So I said, he said. So then, what makes you happy? He said, correcting mistakes. So, but he was like uh, smiling throughout the thing. I think he was having a good yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, I think he. Well, we're, we're there was an interesting. There was an interesting thing with with Alex Singleton too when he was talking about the defensive philosophy, um, and how he like he how on board with it he is. Like he was calling he was calling plays for some, you know, kids thing in the spring, and this is the defense that he was calling. Like, you, you know, the, the more you can force the opponent to get down the field, like they're going to make a mistake eventually. He said, you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes is going to have a perfect game, but. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, because I do wonder, you know, with Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, these guys who are playing different roles, you, you do wonder how long there's going to be this buy-in. But Singleton's on board. Well, this so is I, like 
Oh, I'm no, sorry, I was just going to say this, like an age old defensive philosophy question, you know, like normally right. the defensive players are just built on aggression and taking it to the opponent. And this is like battling against those instincts, you know, co- completely. Like you're not getting up there and pressing them and, you know, talking noise it's in so their much face. more reactive. You're right. not just firing off the ball and saying, I'm going to, you know, crush whoever uh, gets in my way like they're used to. So, um, that you know, and it's something that, I, I, I'm not saying it's the wrong philosophy, but you can sort of see how if it, if it were to go sideways, you know, I, I almost feel like the guys on that side of the ball might be more likely to pop off and be disgruntled than the offensive player. Right. Well, that's what I asked. Like, is it hard to have that patience? Like, you know, when you're getting when you're getting these 10, 12 plays drive, 10, 12 plays drives time after time, aren't you like, can we just blitz once, please? Like, I'm tired yeah. of this. Um, so I don't know. Something something to pay attention to. Uh, so right. I wasn't in on Singleton, by the way, because I was I was speaking with uh, Javon Hargrave, uh, who is doing a press conference at a. Um, it's called the Mix Zone. It's a, it's behind Flex. where. So so uh, <laughs> I'm not ripping on the question. It's it was just a, a funny visual in my mind. The you know the the question for her Hargrave was like, you know Fletcher's really struggling right now. You're playing so well. Do you ever go to Fletcher and like give him any tips? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking like Fletcher Could you Cox. imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah, that's awesome. Do Could I want imagine? to die? <laughs> Could you imagine if Javon Hargrave like saddles over to Fletcher? He's like, by the Have way, Fletcher. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it was, there's not, like, I'm not knocking the question. It was just, I couldn't help but laugh because. That is very funny. Like, seeing, like, I, I I just had in my mind's eye Fletcher. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like and, Mil- Milton Williams uh, coming up to Fletcher exactly. and be like, exactly. hey, have you thought about, you know, using your hands this way, Fletch? My guy. Your guy there. It was a gets run over by a truck. Yeah. And Later. and Javon, to his credit, was, was like, oh, Fletcher's been doing this longer than I have. He doesn't need my tips. Yeah, so. That is pretty funny. Uh, All right, why don't we take a little break, and then on the other side, we will talk about this matchup, this Panthers team with Mr. National, Dr. Kapadia. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Back on Birds with Friends. Uh, for those of you in the live chat, make sure you are submitting your uh, prompts for Swooper Storecasting. We'll take three, although I think we're only going to take two because we have found out the one that we said on the broad, on the postgame pod the other night, thanks to a listener. Uh, D- Sam Darnold puts up 40 points. So just so you guys know, that's going to be one of the uh, one of the 12 prompts. All right, let's talk about this, uh, this Panthers team. And because we were just talking about the Eagles defense, why don't we talk about the Panthers offense and... Uh, I was a little bit surprised to see just where they rank DVOA wise because they've been getting gassed up a little bit, 19th in DVOA. And, you know, it's a fair uh, litmus test for this Eagles defense after they've played 
three of the top 10 DVOA offenses the last three weeks. You know, Kansas City, number one, Dallas, number three, San Francisco, number seven. Uh, what are we talking about matchup wise here? Sheila, I know they've got our boy, the former official wide receiver of birds with friends, DJ Moore. What else do they have? Terps. Marissa's given the thumbs up for the, mm-hmm. Terp. he's really, I mean, Philly guy, Philly guy Terp, and Bo and I agree, agree on him, agreed on him as a prospect. I mean, yeah, there may never be another, uh, wide receiver prospect. That's more birds with friends than him. Uh, that, uh, I didn't know that was their DVO ranking DVOA ranking. That doesn't, uh, surprise me. I don't know who's, I, I guess some people are what gazing up. Darnold I, yeah. Or? Not to say that I thought they were going to be top 10. Okay. I just thought they were going to be a little bit, high, you know, top half of the league. Yeah, no, I think they've been, uh, they've been very mediocre offensively. Uh, Darnold has been better than he was with the jets. I feel like when Darnold knows where to go with the ball and is getting rid of it and understands what he's seeing, uh, and you know, I, I don't know if in a rhythm is the right word, but he's pretty, he's pretty good there when he is like trying to make a second reaction play. If you're a Panthers fan, you should be frightened because it, it almost always, I feel like either leads to something that is bad or leads to something that, you know, could be bad that he kind of gets away with it. He's not someone you want just scrambling outside the pocket, keeping his, his eyes downfield. I mean, I would rather him just uh, kill the play if I were the Panthers or the Panthers coaching staff. So uh, DJ Moore is awesome. I mean, complete wide receiver, fast yards after the catch, uh, can, can hit you vertically, can hit you in the short game on like a, a little wide receiver screen, take it to the house. So love a DJ more. Robbie Anderson's been a little quiet, uh, this year, but obviously, uh, you know, has the wheels to be a, uh, deep threat. Why, why do you look confused, Bo? Is he out or something? No, there, we got, we got oh. another, uh, we got another oh. troll in the chat and he's asking me oh. about the, the collar on the shirt, which I have worn like three times. The collar is fine. Oh, the car. I haven't noticed anything about find, find, find a new slant. <laughs> okay. Um, Robbie <laughs> Anderson, another uh, wide receiver there. Their O-line is Garbanzo Beans. I mean, if ever there were a game to for Fletcher Cox to come out and have like two sacks and then say, um, stick this in your pipe and smoke it. Is that a, people say that? No, I mean, once upon a time, I don't think Fletcher Cox is going to say that, but you know, something like this was like uh, when I think of like a Fletcher Cox game, the game I think about is that Thursday night game in the 2017 Mm, season in Carolina. That was a fun one. You consider that the Fletcher Cox game? I do. He was coming back off injury. Like it was, we thought it was a stretch for him to play. He was questionable. He dominated that game. I got my foot run over uh, before the game by the Lyft driver. All right, I've never seen a co uh, coworker in worse shape in a press box than you uh, that day. I mean, between the night before and getting your foot run over, no, and you hadn't eaten all day. I that was a different well, one. I think. I'm not, is this a Super Bowl year? Yeah. No. Yeah, the Thursday night or in. Uh, yeah, in... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think was there, was, there, was, there was there was a, there was a well, game were there where multiple I was in Panthers? Shape. Were there multiple Panthers games? No, well, I, I mean, they only went there it, once. No. I think. I think, but I think you're thinking of a different, I think maybe Jacksonville. No, did we I've do a Jacksonville? Been, I've, I've never know. been to Jacksonville. Okay. So, the, uh, so the Charlotte. But I did get so, my foot run over. I think of that as the Nigel Bradham game. Yeah, I was going to say that. I knew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a Nigel Bradham game too. He was amazing in that That's game. That's true. He was amazing. And then he had that, that, that quote afterwards. He had that quote afterwards that like the Panthers were like, who is he? Or, or who are you? And he was so offended that they didn't know who he was. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> And then he's like uh, running over and talk, he's talking trash all game long. He was fun. Yeah. yeah. Was they, they, need to find fun. A, they need My to God. find a new uh, Nigel Bradham. But uh, where was I? No, their, offensive, 
No, you're, you're on Fletcher Cox. You're on Fletcher right, Cox. Right. So if they ever uh, put it in your pipe and smoke it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Eagles defensive line on paper should have a big advantage here, but you know, after the way they played last week, I don't know that I'm comfortable totally saying that that's going to be the case, but I thought Josh Sweat did some nice things uh, last week. Javon Hargrave, of course, continues to play well. His one uh, sack last week was outstanding. I think uh, he's so good. Uh, Brandon Thorne, the O-line, D-line guru would uh, name that, what does he call them, high-quality sacks? High, yeah, or high it was very high-quality also. Okay, yeah, I mean, that one was impressive. And then if Fletcher Cox is coming into this game saying, man, all week the storyline has been how much I got yeah. dominated last week by a rookie against the Chiefs, I'm going to come out and uh, show everybody, then you know you really could get to Sam Darnold in this game. So there was uh, some some early speculation. I don't know if I would use the word excitement, but back in January that that Joe Brady would be a candidate to watch for the Eagles. Of course, interviewed with the Eagles. Uh, when you watch this this Panthers offense, are you impressed by Joe Brady? Yeah, I like I like what a Joe Brady has done so far. I mean, last year I didn't think you know they're going in there with Teddy Bridgewater and they were a mediocre offense. I think for like the first half of last year, I was really impressed their offense was playing well. And even this year, I mean, I don't think Sam Darnold is going to be a great quarterback, but you can absolutely see that he's playing better now than he did in the previous regime. So uh, I like the, um, you know, do more with less type uh, play callers on both offense and defense. And like the, their offensive line by any measure would be like a, t- a bottom, you know, bottom five, bottom 10 unit. Um, they do have obviously good skill positions. Sam Darnold, no one would really consider him an above average quarterback. And so uh, it's only 19th in DVOA. So I'm not going to, you know, totally gas him up, but uh, yeah, I think he's been pretty good. So real quick, Joe Brady thing. So when you, when you watch LSU, for instance, now, like they're, they're really struggling. And and so there's a lot of stories that, well, it was, it was really Joe Brady, right? Like, like Joe Brady was the magic there, not at Dorgeron. But then when you watch the Cincinnati Bengals play, you're like, man, Joe Burrow is really good. Maybe it was Joe Burrow who is the secret sauce and not Joe Brady. I was Maybe once Joe... on a plane with Joe Brady. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was his attitude? Somebody coming recognized back from the Senior him. Bowl? Coming back from the Senior Bowl. I think his, I think his uh, girlfriend or fiance or something is from the Philly area, something like that. Oh, Somebody recognized him. I didn't recognize wow, him. Wow, that's a ZB nugget right there. You know where his girlfriend or wife is from. <laughs> yeah, for the Panthers right. offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, what the good. hell's the matter with you? That's one for me. <laughs> Joe, sorry if you're listening. We're not all, you know, creeps like these two. Hope Joe Person asks him about it. All right. Okay. Big fan of Joe Person. Great beat writer. Yeah. Plug old in. school beat that, guy. Yeah, but now that's now that Philly's fan. Philly's fan. Joe Person. Yep. I feel played like that's a woman Mary. A, a, and uh, so did a, Joe Brady, by the way. Joe Brady played a woman Mary too. Small world. Yeah. I yeah, just feel bad for the for the beat writers of the four teams uh, who the Eagles have played the first four weeks because you didn't specifically call out how good you how good those beat writers were. That's True. that's not it at all. We we brought. I'm up just I'm just Joe pointing Brady. it out. I mean, we could have talked about Nate Tower last week. Nate Tower does a good job in Kansas City. Like like we can we can do this each week. It was the fact that you brought up. All right, Joe Power Brady. rank the other yes. <laughs> the beat writers at the Athletic. <laughs> all right, uh, defense. No. Okay. Uh, Wait real defense. quick on uh, yeah, on yeah. Uh, on on Carolina's offense. Agree with what Shield said about that offensive line. Um, I'm uh, Christian McCaffrey. We spoke to Matt Rule on the phone today. He's hopeful he's going to play. That's obviously a big thing to watch. 
Uh, and then I'm curious about the development of, of some of these rookie skill guys. I, I haven't watched too much Panthers when I went through it a bit was uh, more impressed than I expected with, uh, with, with, with Tommy Treble. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Tommy Tremble. And, Tremble. Yeah, Tremble. I like a Tommy okay, Tremble. They, the concussion uncles yeah, love a Tommy Tremble. They, love a Tremble. They, they traded Dan Arnold um, last week, obviously, to get C.J. Henderson. They traded Arnold? That, <laughs> they traded Dan Arnold to open up, but that essentially opened up playing time for Tommy Tremble. So was impressed with, with what I saw there. Haven't been as impressed as I expected with, mm. uh, with Terrace Marshall. Big Terrace Marshall guy coming out of college, or quite literally a short one, but – uh, I, I, I was impressed by his work. So, um, so anyways, uh, uh, I'm curious to see those two skill guys in action. Wait, well, is I there mean, a chance that McCaffrey plays in this game. Yes. Oh, like he's been like, yes. limited so, at practice, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that would be it, it ruled. Of, it ruled. The Eagles own a Christian McCaffrey though. That's true. Every time the Eagles play him, they shut him down. Every other game, he looks like the, easily, I believe, but, I know, believe, the best uh, player on the I field. believe Christian McCaffrey was a, uh, uh, Oscar the Grouse, Oscar the Grouse, garbage player of the game uh, in the 2017 season. So he's rebounded well, but the Eagles yeah. really liked him. A in mark the 2017 on his draft, record. like you know, like like when you hear how how the Eagles would never take a, a running back in the first round. Um, if Christian McCaffrey was there at the 14th overall pick that year, they would have taken Christian McCaffrey, I believe, or they would have traded down. No, I think they would have taken McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I just, from a, from a big picture standpoint, I just, I, I am like very interested to see how the defense does this week. Like this is an offense that should not be able to dominate them as they have been dominated the past two weeks. Let's, let's see them, you know, whether it's, whether, whether they're staying in these vanilla coverages or not, let's see them actually do something. Yeah. I That's think all. they should play well. There's really no excuse for them not to play much better in this game. I mean, they could, I could see them having a huge game, but at the very least they should be like competent. You know, they, we shouldn't be coming out of this game saying the defense got torched. That would be very concerning to me. And on the flip side, you know, coming off a week in which you played the worst defense in the league by, uh, by most measures, you've got a very good Panthers defense, fourth in DVOA, fifth against the pass, eighth against the rush. And they've got another, they've got another one of our favorites, Sheila, one of the guys we agreed on. We both loved a Brian Burns and boy, mm. has that turned out well. Yeah, Brian Burns is outstanding. He is just like a uh, ridiculous athlete. It's the uh, what did the draft guy say? The bend, you know, like bend mm. the uh, like the uh, is it the ankle flexion where he's just love flexion. He, he turns the corner and he's like uh, me sleeping on my side in bed practically, and uh, he Flex. just keeps he just keeps going forward and sacks the quarterback. So uh, yeah, Brian Burns, whether it's Andre Dillard or Jordan Mailato, or whoever he's lining up against, that is the guy to watch with their pass rush. I thought they got a nice free agency deal with uh, another Temple product in Hassan Reddick, who had a nice year last year for the Cardinals. I thought there was going to be some more interest in him in free agency. There wasn't. They got yeah, that him was weird. on a one-year deal. Uh, Jeremy Chin, like they have some of these uh, crazy, freaky athletes, you know, between Chin, Reddick, on that and Burns. This is like a spark uh, this is a spark team and the Shaq Thompson was also one of those guys, yeah. but he's out now, but he, he had been playing like much better than I ever remember him, uh, playing for them. So, uh, they've got some guys there. They traded for CJ Henderson. 
so he he played last week. He'll be one of your corners. They traded for Stefan Gilmore. He's not going to play uh, mm-hmm. in this game. So they blitz a lot. I think they're second highest in blitz frequency. But I think the thing that um, you know the film grinders were loving from a Phil Snow early on were those sim pressures where they're you know, as uh, Zach knows from when the Eagles play the Vikings, a little, little mug in the A-gaps, a little bring a little sprinkle, sugar on the A-gap, a little sugar on the A-gap. So have the, have somebody come up there and then maybe you're only rushing four, but you've already messed with the offense's protection. Uh, and so you kind of get what you want there. You can still drop seven into coverage, but you can still get after the quarterback because the O-line is confused. So this is like a, uh, you know, a study, uh, you know, you, you really have to, know what's coming and communicate that kind of thing type game for the offensive line. And Phil Snow's getting a lot of buzz, not as like a head coaching candidate. He's 65 years old, but as a, as a, uh, like as a really good coordinator. Well, well, usually 65 <laughs> year olds are not like, <laughs> yeah. no, they're not high they're on the coordinators, but, um, <laughs> but Phil Snow's done. He's, he's done a really good job there. He did a really good job. In college, he was the coordinator at Baylor for Matt Rules, the coordinator at Temple for, for Matt Rule. I mean, he was a coordinator back, I, I believe, at UCLA a long time ago. But um, but anyways, Matt Rule was was saying that when he got the Temple job, he really wanted Snow. And he said he, he said what he really likes about Snow is like, you know how, how and Jonathan Gannon said this uh, this week that he doesn't have a scheme. Well, he said, well, uh, Matt Rule was saying that when Phil Snow was at Temple, it was like it was like a, a three four, and then when they were at um, at Baylor, it was like a, a three two six dime, right? Um, and he said now they're they're in like this almost this this hybrid defense, right? Uh, and, and and he really likes how Phil Snow just adapts to his personnel. So I bring that up because that's a big topic this week. You come in with a scheme. Or do you look at your players and try to figure out how to maximize those players? Yeah, yeah, and they really showed that last year. They didn't have any corners, and they, I think, were the most zone-heavy team in the NFL. And so I know when they went into the offseason, one of their priorities, they're like, we got to get some uh, talented corner. So even if, you know, we might not be the most high percentage man coverage team, but if it's third and five and we need to play man coverage, we need to be able to do that more than we did last year. So I, I think they are doing more stuff this year. Here's a flex. Uh, Rachel Wolf can do like word for word the first couple uh, verses of Snow's Informer. Informer. Boom, boom, down. All right. We'll go get her. Is she working from home? She's not here right now. No. Uh, Sorry to the audience. I mean, really, what a tease. Let's. uh, Well, they're talking about They're talking about the song in the chat. So that jogged my memory. Um, All right. Anything else on this matchup, or should we get to super sarcastic? Yeah, no, pretty boring. Um, well, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. I got my boy Bravion really. <laughs> Double V. Uh, yeah, Derek I mean, I, Brown. I, yeah, they got some. They're they're down. they're really fast. They're big up front, and they're they're really fast. Uh, so that's that's what jumps out about them. They're 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 playing well, and uh, a lot of Temple guys across the board there. Right. Save if it you, for Swooper. Save it for If you're into the military bowl in what 2016, you'll love this game. So well, I will say that uh last week I thought that uh this the score didn't totally reflect how that game was played. I mean, they were up 14-13 against the Cowboys uh early in the third quarter. They miss a long field goal. 
Dak Prescott makes a beautiful pass to Amari Cooper down the right sideline, and then things kind of uh, snowballed there for the Panthers. But I thought they were no pun intended. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought they were. Uh, I thought they were pretty competitive uh, in that game. How often do you feel? How often do you think that the snowball joke has come up in Phil Snow's life? It's so, probably like uh, when people ask me about the rain with Seattle, but like times 4,000. <laughs> so I don't know if this actually happened, right? But, you know, I, I, I can always cling to a good anecdote, a good narrative, right? So uh, the... the See, um, I'm about yeah, to spew lies here, yeah. I guess. No, the Panthers are... The Panthers coaches, when they are, are watching a film of, of a defensive free agent, right? Like, like preparing for the offseason. And, uh, and Phil Snow is like, this quarterback, I can't get over this quarterback. He, he's really impressive. He can make some really good throws, to, you, know, you know, something like that. Oh, Sam Darnold, right? And so they were talking about Sam Darnold being on their radar. And Matt Rule was saying they were watching these defensive players. And, uh, and Phil Snow was, was really impressed by, by Sam Darnold. Yeah, I think that is 100% made up. I mean, they tried to get Matthew Stafford. They tried to get Deshaun Watson. They decided they were not bringing Teddy Bridgewater back. And then after plans A, B, and C uh, fell through, they landed on Sam Darnold. It felt like to me, at least. Not, maybe that anecdote did still happen, but I don't think yeah. that he was their uh, first option. Well, I would I would guess that there weren't that many good throws that Sam Darnold made last year. So, I, I'm, I'll, my, my my BS meters uh, going yeah, off as I well. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, and I'm, and I'm sorry watching? if I, I'm sorry if that anecdote was uh, if there was something lost in translation there. But I hope that Phil Snow, like it. his next press conference, he addresses this. <laughs> this, this did happen. Uh, all right, why don't we take our last uh, our last commercial break, and we'll do swooper storecasting on the other side, and then our crystal ball digo predictions. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right. Back on Birds of the Friends. Time for Super Sorecasting. Wait, Shield. We, hold on. We need to get into your uh, how you closed out the, the last pod. I feel like we, we probably should have led with this. 
you thought that this was like a huge game for Nick Sirianni, right? Uh, what was yeah. your take? Yeah. Explain. I want to get into that. Well, I, mean, I think if they lose this game, they're presumably losing the next game. Then you go to Las Vegas the week after that. There's a good chance you're one in six. Um, and then, you know, the season could snowball from there. I don't, I don't know. Like, it, I, I think, th- do you think there's a, a, a scenario in which they fire Nick Sirianni after one year? I do think that that's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, mean, you think, I don't think go it's ahead. Gonna, I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't think it's like, I don't, and I don't think it's record dependent, by the way. I think it's, it's, it's more dependent on how they think this, this is going overall. I, I, I wouldn't bet on it occurring, but I, I, I think, and we've seen this in the past that uh, if Jeffrey Lurie thinks something needs to be done, he'll be aggressive in doing something. I think it would need to be a case of Nick Sirianni either having issues with play, like relationship players with issues, which I don't think is going to be the case. That seems to be one Definitely of the things not, he's, yeah. he's fine with, or Nick Sirianni being a complete jerk to like, you know, Jeffrey Lurie, and Howie Roseman, which I don't think that's going to be the case either. Yeah. So I have a hard time uh, seeing this. I think if the season went really south, and I don't, you know, I don't know what when you're you guys are talking about three wins or whatever it is. I think the more likely scenario would be that they would, you know, then they would say, "All right, Nick, here's what we're going, you know, we're going to do going forward. This guy's out. We're going to bring this guy in. This guy's out. We're going to bring uh, this guy in. You're going to follow. This guy's going to be in your ear for the in-game decision makings. We want to do X, Y, and Z. And okay, let's uh, go ahead to 2022. I mean, that that is what I. It would be. You know, the, the, you would certainly get a reputation if you're if you're firing uh, Doug Peterson last year, and then you bring in Nick Sirianni for one year, and you're firing him and bring somebody else in. I mean, can Howie Roseman stay in that uh, in that situation, or does Lurie just say, "All right, we're blowing everything up here"? I don't think any of that uh, is going to happen after this season, regardless of how badly things go, unless there is like a specific thing, like I just mentioned. Well, also, I think but I, 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 ju- I just want to make clear, we're not like uh, speculating on, on Sirianni's job security here. Right. We, we're just saying like, if things run really right. south, I, I, I think it's premature at, you know, week five of his sure. first year of the wonder if he's going to survive. But yeah. I think one other thing to keep in mind is, I mean, they got a late start last year on the head coaching search. Nick Sirianni was not their first choice. You know, they, they certainly didn't go into it thinking he was going to be the guy. I think if there is someone out there who they have their eye on, who is available, and they're able to make that move and pull that trigger with these potentially three first round picks as an enticement, I think that's I think that's something that will be on Jeffrey Lurie's radar. I would be very surprised by it. Okay. I mean, I would yeah. be surprised too right now, but I, like if they lose this game, it could get it could get pretty ugly here. Well, yeah, what were they expecting? Uh, I mean, really, what yeah. were they? What, you, so what I did they think was going to happen this year. year? Yeah, so I, I picked them to finish one and five, and, or to start one and five and finish seven and ten. So I I I, I thought the, this these first two months were going to be tough. What Bo needs is an Eagles win on Sunday, and then a loss Thursday, oh, and then he or hits, vice versa, or 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 vice versa, because yes. in our. Uh, Season Crystal predictions. Eagle, yes, he has the Eagles winning Week One and starting two and four. 
That's yeah, right. that was outrageous for Dennis, but to mark that as bold as he did, it's like up there in that. I mean, really, Dan, talk about having somebody in your pocket. I mean, I might have to look. Uh, I would say that I would, you know, look for someone to replace Dennis, but there's no other, there's no one else who's <laughs> I mean, that sick that would do the all the most this work. irreplaceable person. So there he is. is irreplaceable, but, uh, you know, just voicing my displeasure. Uh, I think he was generous on some of yours too. So keep not, absolutely not. I have to get 10 mentions of Zach and Bo. This year, unbelievable. He was a very tough grader for me. There was there was no like like grad hospital home cooking going on here, mm. right? <laughs> I mean, I need I need uh, Nick Sirianni to mention his college or his high school <laughs> seventeen times this year, and that that's worth less than them finishing or that were than them opening the season two and four. Yeah, I mean the two like and four one was. Yeah, and that's home home right. cooking. Okay. okay. Uh, all right, so uh, <laughs> to get back to it, because we have Dennis keeping score. Uh, Sheil has two and a third wins, and uh, Zach and I both have five sixths. So 2.3 to 0.83, 0.83, and we have, Zach and I have three turkeys to, to carry over to this week, so 27 turkeys for this week alone. Sheil, ha- I'm sorry, that's wrong. You two both have three left. I have one left. So I have 25 turkeys. You both have 27 turkeys. How does it feel that, I mean, I pay no attention to this. I send Marissa the questions two minutes before I have no, mid-pod. you know, mid- you said that. Yeah, mid pod, <laughs> uh, I have no, uh, you know, um, economic background knowledge, like ZB quoting all these people. And I'm just in here, Bo, you made up the game with the ridiculous rules and I'm just in here whooping you guys. I'd expect nothing more from a senior NFL writer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's right. a long way to go. <laughs> All right, we ready to get All this right. started? Okay, so yes. this was submitted twice. Um, so obviously, we're only doing it once, but quite a theme of the episode. Let's start with Fletcher Cox has at least 1.0 sacks. Mm, that's good. So two half sacks would count. Yes. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Um, oh, you missed his face. Six, uh, seven. I'm out. Bo, Bo. Uh, that's expensive. I'm gonna give that to you, Shiel. All right, sold to Shiel for seven. Wow, we're we're starting this off a, right. a lot of turkeys. Well, I guess not as much as last week. All right, exactly. listen, listen. After this week. uh after this past week, Fletcher Cox is not going to care about what scheme he's supposed to be, you know, what he's supposed to be doing. He's going to get after. He's going to make sure he gets some hits on Sam Darnold. Okay. All right. I like this one. The Jersey Shore is mentioned. Mm. One. Two. Do I hear three? Is it the actual Jersey Shore? If they're talking like Snooky, GTL, that kind of thing. <laughs> no, it well. has to be a, a, a town in the Jersey Shore, right? Oh. So it specifically, Cape May, that, or or just Matt Rule's connection. He still has that that he still has a house on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Okay. Three, three. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a specific town. Just to no, be clean, no, no, right? Yeah, no, I think this yeah. is it's alluded to. All right. Although if yes. they say he still has like ties to the Philly area, that doesn't count. They have no, no, no. to be more specific. But if Kate May is mentioned, that counts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Anyone want to go to here. four? I don't know. What, what this is like a this is like a C team, D team on CBS here. 
Jeez, sorry, whoever's announcing the game. Who is it? I don't know. Who I mean, I they literally know. ranked. You're them. the one they, crushing. They literally them. give. They literally Jeez. called that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Jim Nance is gonna be so frustrated that you just go in. No, I'm kidding. All right, uh, going one. Yeah. Sold to Zach for three. All right. So, so quick thing here, Matt Rule uh, still goes to Kate May during the summers. Uh, was there this summer, and everyone's saying they can't wait for the game. And he says, "We, we have 17 of them. Which one?" They know which one. He knows which one. This is the only one they cared about. His phone. His phone has been buzzing this week. Uh, his his kids. TV lives lived in, for this. His kids have, have lived in, in Philly. They lived in Waco. They live in Charlotte now. But Philly is home for them. Philly will always be oh. home for them. So, all right. Waco takes a shot. <laughs> this was an interesting submission, but something we've never done. A pylon gets knocked over. <laughs> one. Good. Was this Bo? Yeah. You, you were Joe about to Davis say and- you were about to say good one, and then you realized it was mine, and you stopped yourself. <laughs> it's Joe Davis and Greg Olson as the. Oh, I like Joe Davis. I, Greg, I think Greg Ol- and Greg Olson has been I really like, good. I feel. Yeah, I actually do like them. Again, he has insight on the Panthers. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. And uh, the seventh floor crew. All right. Do Sorry, I hear? What's this on? Did anyone even fit on this I one have yet? One. I have one. <laughs> one. Okay. Two. Two. I'll go three. Any, just a pylon gets knocked over yeah, and it's caught the on corner camera. Of the could end be zone. Yeah. A cat could run onto the field and knock yes. it over an account. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four. Ooh. Wow. I really want to root for the pylon. <laughs> wow, I'm going the most five. fun one we've had wow. this year. <laughs> five. I don't know. Is my is my mind playing tricks on me? I feel like this happens. Like maybe it's because I have red zone on. I feel like this happens all the time. I mean, if there's Somebody any play that's like on. towards the front corner yeah. of the end zone, I'll go six on this. Oh, hmm. oh do I hear seven? Uh, if there is a birds with friends listener who's going to this game and is sitting, you know, within like the first ten rows. Uh, and it gets like the fourth quarter and it hasn't happened yet. And I'm in a tight one. Let's exchange some contact information. You jump out there, yeah. knock that pylon pylon over. I'll, or you know, throw. You can throw something. something. Like how yeah, good is your arm? Throw, Will you bail this throw. person out of jail? Hmm. Is the is the question. Yeah, yeah. Will I think it be jail? Group, I think that's a yeah. Group, but, yeah. We do not okay. condone any of that on Birds with Friends. Okay. All right. Maybe, maybe disclaimer. Uh, yeah. Maybe like th- if you're taking your kid, throw your kid out there. Don't <laughs> do anything to them. You know, have them knock it over. They'll or have a dog. Or a gust of wind, maybe. Yeah. Like they could, you know, maybe a windy yeah. day. Yeah. I'm going the, seven. I'm check going the forecast. Seven, the seven for the pylon. Oh baby. Damn, I want this one. Pylon the pylon, Darius. I've, ne- I've, I've never wanted one of these so bad. <laughs> Zach, would you be so mad if the pylon happens and uh, Patrick Mahomes did not have more passing yards than Jalen Hurts? Yes, very much so. (laughs) All right, I'm I'm in a bow out. I'll give it to you. All right, I'll take my pylon. All right, the pylon sold to Bo for seven. Burn me, no doubt. Okay. All right, JJ Ortega Whiteside has catches a pass. One. He's not been targeted all season. Two. Ooh, I was really hoping I was going to get that for one. No, I couldn't give it to you. This for was one. also a bow submission. Oh man, this was a bow. What is wrong with you? Why was it? Why, how did that get into your head? 
JJ because he has he's, he's he's run all these routes and never had a target. Ah, okay, all right. I'll say three. Too rich for my money. yeah. I mean, that's there's no way it's worth more than that. All, all right. right, sold all to right. Bo for three. It's a nice one. That's not bad value. I mean, one pass. Yeah, going back near the gotta, they got right. They got to do like yeah. They got a true. tendency break at some point. Shield did that great story in South Carolina. Um, I apologize. I cur I for for the Kapadia curse. Whole draft class. You really great family. Great family though. Yes. All right, Zach. Uh, buckle up for this one. The broadcast specifically says the exact number of Panthers players who played ooh, for Temple. Two. That's a good one. Ooh, jumps to two. Three. Four. Five. That was a confident four. He loves this one. I came up with this one. He's loving I'm it. not putting up, but I, I wish this one was there instead of the Jersey Shore one. I would have been higher. I'm not putting, uh, <laughs> you know, eight of my 27 turkeys on the broadcasters, uh, the broadcasters' whim, right? Like that's. Uh, Do you have Joe Davis's contact information? Hmm. I mean, I can get it, but I'm. Uh, that'd be oh, a talk about a flexi Rexy. That'd be a really oh, random yeah. thing. Like, hey, hey, Joe, can you please mention. The jersey, you know, a Cape Man, New Jersey, and the he's probably yeah. listening. If he does we a had good like job. An, if I mean, we had like an Adam Amin. Anyone you know, who does a good job, Indian, I would I imagine, is that. listening to this to prepare. I'd probably be willing to reach out to like a Kevin Burkhart for this. I feel. Oh, I saw him the other day at the end of the Browns game. Yeah, Big he flex. does a nice job. Very cool. Yeah, he's a great job. Great job. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy. All right, Jersey guy. So, what are you on, CB? Or what am I? I on? think you have it for five. Shield is that what it I is? did five on this? Wow, or did, no, is that wrong? Yeah, four because because Zach's Zach with the confident four. four, yeah, four. Yeah, you, yeah, you said four. five, yeah, all right, five. So, so is that going six? six? All right, sold Bo? to Shield. Wait, is Bo out? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out on this one. How, how many is it specifically? Zach? White, Do you know the cherry and the white beef? How white? many? It, what is it? Uh, oh, Zach, you don't know. Five, six? <laughs> oh, well, no, because no, the issue the issue is the practice squad, right? Do we well, I know one squad? is Colin Thompson. He is a tight end. He played with Michael. Big flex, okay. Yeah, so Robbie it. Anderson. So the big question is is the, pra- is the practice squad because so they have Robbie Anderson, Sean Chandler, Sam Franklin Jr., Hassan Reddick, uh, Colin Thompson, PJ Walker on the wow. fifty-three. That's a um, lot. And then on the practice squad, they have Keith Kirkwood. Okay. I say if they mention, so what, what is that? Five on the active roster? Well, they have to, they have to just say, I mean, no, yeah. They have to say like, you know, the Panthers have, oh, they read off the list. No, they don't even have to say the names. If they say the Panthers have seven owls on their roster or something like that. Right. With the exact number. Um, Now, if they, if they read off every, if they, if they read off every single name, does that count? Yeah, only if they only if they say these are the six guys or those are the six guys. It says they say the exact number. All right, all right, all right. This Jeez. was shield submission. So I'm in your head. Okay. Next, Miles Sanders is the leading rusher on both teams. Sorry, I got that for five or six. That five. One. You have fifteen left. Zach okay. has twenty-four left. I have fifteen left. One, two, three. Four. Um, Cowboys gashed them. Two, 245 please. rushing yards last week, I believe. Five. Do I hear six? 
Going once. Six. Ooh. Are you just trying to pick me up? Is is, is that your strategy? Or no, you this is a pot, if, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't okay. play. Yeah. Uh, seven. No love for a Chuba. Going once. Going twice. Sold to Zeeburn for seven. I think that's a good oh, one. Oh, we could have gotten like an all-time reaction if you went eight there. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I'm not playing just to, just to uh, make him make faces. All right. Here we go. You're working my body language. I, I need to do a better job with that. <laughs> this is from the post-game pod. Sam Darnold puts up 40 or more points. I forgot this. So what was this? I think Zach was just saying something like, you know, Sam Darnold's not going to put up 40 points on, uh, the, um, on this after, defense or after something. the last two teams have. Gotcha. Now, for this one, I think we have to clarify. Does Sam Darnold have to be the quarterback? No. It's just the Panthers score 40 Team points. total. I mean, it's okay. already. Okay. No, 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 no. It's the offense. <laughs> Total. The offense okay, right? has to score. No, so, I don't think so. Yeah, if well, so, if who are you, Sean McDermott? Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts throws two pick sixes, right? Yeah, you know, I'm not. Put that's up forty not, points. I mean, forty is all right. You, you guys can. Make, I'm not bidding on this. You guys can have it. I think it's one. The team this is this is the offense. Here, chat quickly. Points. Comment offense or the Panthers. I think, it's, I think it's team total. Sean says. If Sam Darnold puts up 40 points, I'm not watching another game this season and Cannon gets fired on Monday. I mean, like if if Shy Smith returns a punt for a touchdown and CJ Anderson returns an interception for a touchdown. Yeah, but right? Darnold still got them okay. to 40. The like top five answers are all offense. Thank you. Uh, all right. One. Okay. Sold to Bo for one. All right. So to clarify, to make this very clear for tennis, Sam Darnold or the Panthers clear. offense puts up 40 or more points. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Next. Gannon dials up more than four blitzes in the game. One. Two. Three. Four. Blitz just defined as five or more pass rushers by the charting sites, correct? Right. Correct. Okay. Uh, six. Do I hear seven? Seven. Eight. More than four. Okay. So oh, four so I lose. Five. Okay. Yeah. Do I hear nine? Nine. Yeah. Woo, baby. Not a lot. I mean, it's not a lot. That's like going once. 10. Woo. So I hear 11. I think you got it for 10. All right. Sold to shield. Zach, uh, guys, I'm making the faces it. again. I'm, uh, <laughs> I didn't tell you this. I'm going to have a column tomorrow for the athletic on how, uh, Gannon's too afraid to blitz and you yeah. know, maybe challenge his manhood a little bit or something. It's good. Maybe I think it's good for to the Novacare. I think it's good for this <laughs> this our this game to seep into our uh, our other professional lives and muddy the waters. All right, Bruce. Was I making? I I was biting my lip. I was purposely yeah. trying not to make the a facial expressions are great. You know, I yeah, no, that no, I he That's just doesn't want to give it to what, give it away that he wants it. So he was yeah. like. When when they started making that one go higher, he was like, <sighs> "Yeah, I I just but I'm trying to work my body language in this podcast." So, 
That seems no, like a drop is- when, when, when most people are still just listening. <laughs> All right. That might replace bathing suits. <laughs> All right, we got four left, right? Yep, four left. Okay. There is a penalty at some point in the game for a player running out of bounds and then coming back in. (laughs) Quote, whatever the Helsinki that's called. It's called illegal illegal touching. touching. Sometimes they just go with like unsportsmanlike conduct. I think that's the flag they threw on Urban Meyer. (laughs) Hey-oh! Did you see the, the Jaguars... Broke down the uh, yes. team huddle today. Unbelievable! Yes, yeah, really funny. Who was who was the who was the player leading that? I think, I think it was Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, I mean, skyrockets up. Unbelievable! Up, up yeah, best yeah. quarterback prospect in yeah. thirty years now. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Uh, I'll go one here. Yeah. So, I mean, if they just say unsportsmanlike, I didn't want to name it because if they just say unsportsmanlike conduct, but they don't sp- say illegal touching, but we all know it's they'll show the player out yeah. of bat. It could be a special teams play. When that happens, it doesn't right. just have to be the thing that Eagles wide receivers tend to do every single week for some reason. Mm. Okay. All right. Bo bid one. Who's Two. Going? I'm not giving him it, giving him that for one. This is this is such a this this penalty is not called very frequently. Have you watched this team? <laughs> Well, yeah, they, they got two touchdowns. If Quez if, Watkins does this this week, they need to like just fire if, Aaron Moorhead. Just like it's like it's a rule. If this happens to three of your receivers, you're fired. That's the rule. If it like I'm I'm very mild mannered, or I try to be. If they get if if this is a penalty that takes points off the board this week, then like I will rip into this this team more so <laughs> than I thought. Ah, guarantee. Where well, on the Derek that, Barnett scale? <laughs> that that would just be egregious. That would be an egregious. What if Barnett's error. the one who does it? Mm. Well, well that sad. would be that don't would be do the podcast yes. near Zach if that's the case. Uh I would say that yeah, I really don't remember seeing this happen in another game this year. I haven't looked it up. I'm sure it has, but yeah, let me look it up real quick. I am not uh I am I'm not going over two. Uh, um, while Zach's oh, looking that two. up. All right. While Zach's looking that up real quick, um, can we get a total turkeys update from yes. the chat? Is I requesting. have three. Well, Zach, Sheila, we're giving this to Sheila. So for two. I get this for two. For two. So He's three got left. three left. Zach's got 17 left. I've got 14 left. Okay. And there are, and there are three things left, right? Um, yes, there are. Okay. So it says it's only been called three times, but the Eagles have had it twice. Yeah, are you looking at NFL penalties? Yes, they have a couple exactly. of them miss uh, miss tag. The first Devon, the first Jalen Rager one is is not tagged as illegal touching for some reason. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So then there, but there have been a handful, you know, three or four or something. Okay. Yes. All right. Back to the broadcast and our old pal DJ Moore. The broadcast mentions DJ Moore's high school. I wish mm. they mentioned what was, his what college. Was it, DB? Gotta be a Zach. Sorry, Marissa. No, oh, I put I that one in. But what's the high school? I looked Ima- it up. Tap, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I'm a tip. One. I think they would just say Philly. I think um, so too. Two. Do I hear three? Uh, three. I'm not putting this much on my, on the broadcasters. I'm not. Like, got be much more disciplined. Yes, Joe so. Davis. I apologize. Wow. 
I got to get in touch with Joe. All right. So sold to Bo for three? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I really hope they do that one. All right. Okay. I hope they do it all as part of like a package. Yeah. Like a whole <laughs> Philly connection package. And it's just like they hit all of them. The Jersey Shore Temple. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Jalen Hurts has more rushing touchdowns than Sam Darnold. Hmm, so it's got to be more. Darnold, yes. So they both have yes. zero. It doesn't count. Yes. Sam Darnold leads the NFL in rushing sure. touchdowns with five. And on a couple of these, he's looked legitimately like much quicker than he did uh, with the Jets. Like there was one last week where I was like, ooh. So, all right. Hurts has more rushing touchdowns than Sam. I'll go one. Three. Ah, oh, you dog. Do I hear no four? Count. Four. Keep keep my name out your mouth. Five. Do I hear six? <laughs> no. All right. Sold to Bo for five. Okay. Final one. This is only fitting that uh, Bo and Zach are really the two in this one. Sweat and Barnett mm. will have more sacks than Burns and Reddick. Uh, this is tough for Zach because it's yes. the one you want, when you don't. Yep, exactly. Let's, please stop with that joke. I have nothing <laughs> against Derek Barnett. I, I've offered commentary on his penalties, which I stand by. But actually, I've, I've, I, I've enjoyed... M- Five years of covering Derek, I, I, I've had you know no negative interactions with Derek Barnett. Um, All right. On that note, two, one, three, six. All you, man. I'm... All right. Sold wow. to go for six. Okay. <laughs> this this might have been the last super sarcastic. <laughs> All right, this feels, so Zach. This feels one unhealthy. Week, one week after, after uh, spending his load, uh, only has two things and will carry seventeen turkeys over. He has completely overcorrected. Just as we, that's not overcorrected. Uh, that is reverting to the like I'm reverting to the norm. Oh okay. my so if anyone Zach, knows Joe Davis, send him a few tweets. So Zach, Zach's only two this week. Are a mention of the Jersey Shore. It was just such a bad one to pick on. Yeah. And Miles <laughs> Sanders leads uh, the game in, in rushing yards. That's not a bad one. Okay. Uh, Shield has four. He has Fletcher Cox has a sack. Uh, what's the time? Ta- oh, the, the, the broadcast mentions exactly how many Temple players there are on the Panthers. Uh, the Eagles blitz at least five times, and there's an illegal touching call. And I have a pylon gets knocked over. Very excited about that one. JJ Ortega Whiteside has a catch. Uh, Imhotep High School is mentioned. Jalen Hurts has more rushing touchdowns than Sam Darnold. The Sweat Barnett combo has more sacks. And then what's this other one? Uh, 40? Panthers score 40. Oh, the Panthers score 40. The offense scores 40. 40. Okay, and that one's not going to happen. But okay. So there you go. Exciting stuff. Zach, you want to start us off with Crystal Ball Deagle? <laughs> sure. Uh, so I, I've had a tough time with this this game. And interestingly, before the season, I, I picked this as a Panthers win. Like I said, I had the Eagles starting one and five. And I've actually been impressed by, uh, I shouldn't say actually, I've been impressed by Carolina this year as 
I, I as listeners, loyal listeners know, um, I've been uh, bullish on Matt Rule as a coach for quite some time. Um, that said, I I I think that uh, the Eagles can pull off the upset in this game. Uh, I I think they're going to play them tough. I, I was impressed with the way the offense is playing. I think the defense plays better against like non-top quarterbacks. No offense to Matt Ryan. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I, I'm expecting a better performance from the Eagles, whether that turns into a win, I can't tell you that for sure. Uh, but I'm going with what's the over under in this 45. I don't know. 45 and a half. Panthers are by three. 45 and a half. So I'm going with Eagles 24 Panthers 23. Okay. Got the upset. Got the upset. All right. Eagles are three and a half point underdogs in this game. Oh, I have it as three right now. Oh, did it move? Three, yeah. There you go. Uh, Maybe your pick moved the line. Yeah, they do change after that gets published. I think that's right. I'll go. I'll let you close it out. Um, I like like Zach. I'm going back and forth here. Haven't thought about uh, what I'm going to pick until this soliloquy ends. Um. I think they got a shot. I don't think the Panthers are that good. Like, I think they're they're fine, but I think this is a good matchup for the Eagles. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts has a good game. I I actually, as much as I, I want them to win this game so that I can hit my other crystal ball deagle prediction, I think the Panthers are going to win this game. Hmm. I'm going to go Panthers... 27-24. Okay. Uh, I think the uh, Eagles defensive line is going to uh, tee off in this game. I think that Panthers offensive line has issues. Uh, Eagles defensive line probably has uh, hurt feelings, hurt pride, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure they got some tough coaching this week, watching the film of how much they got dominated last week against the Chiefs. So I think they will come into this game with the right mentality. I think Sam Darnold will turn the ball over if you uh, let him, if you pressure him. So it's a matter of just capitalizing on those plays when you have the opportunity. The Eagles offense last week, I mean, they drive into Chiefs territory on every single uh, offensive possession. So I think you can have that type of game plan here. I think the Panthers defense losing Shaq Thompson, that hurts. They don't have J.C. Horn, their first-round pick, so they're a little uh, banged up there. I, I, I like them overall, but you know, I don't think they're defensive juggernauts. Uh, and so I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I have Eagles 27 Panthers 23. There you go. So all of us are going with the over. Suckers. That's right. I like when I like I like I like when you're a little bit more definitive about it though, Zach. (laughs) The over will hit in this game. (laughs) I am two and two this year, uh, against the spread and straight up. What about you guys? I think three and one. I think that's right. I think, yeah. Falcons, Niners. I got Niners wrong. We we picked the we picked the Eagles to win that game. Right. So Falcons, Cowboys, Chiefs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Three okay. And Three and one. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks for listening. We'll be back Sunday evening with the post game pod, and uh, then we turn the page to a short week uh, with the Bucks. Maybe we're going to do that uh, Shield 
and special guest initial post game pod following the Thursday game until Zach oh we are doing that maybe. I thought you didn't want to do that so maybe oh, okay. you gotta let me know in advance I mean listen I can't this just be waking up know. that morning right, we'll uh, real quick just some just some quick plugs uh, as I yeah. learned from watching Shields uh, from 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 ZB and the Wolves the Wolf, are important yeah. in in six minutes I will be doing a live chat on uh, the Athletic you can check that out. You can check out uh, Bo and, and I had an email exchange where we got into some of the topics we discussed today, but we're kind of looking big picture at the Eagles after a quarter mark of the season. Um, and we will have all you need to know I'm going into this game uh, in the cheat sheet, which will come out Friday. And of course, comprehensive post-game coverage. There will be a column after the game and uh, Bo's the day after column Monday, which is I it's the first thing I, I, I read on Monday mornings. Well, it's actually not the first thing I read on Monday mornings because it's not up when I wake up on Monday mornings, <laughs> but it's the minute it gets up, um, I I read it because I, I I know when it's time to go up. So make sure you check all that out on The Athletic. And, of course, yep. The Athletic's YouTube page, ZB and the Wolf. Go. Yep. Watch it. Rate it. Comment. Thumbs or it will up. disappear from your lives, and uh, that'll be your own fault. That's right. And uh, make sure you follow Marissa on Instagram. I don't I think Marissa wants that. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet at me about that. any of the swoopers. I will be at a wedding on Sunday. So, um, big flex. Yeah. Leave Marissa the hell alone. <laughs> the, uh, proper well, I would love to see, I would love to see anyone sending a, um, photo of the pylon knocked over. So, and tweet at me. <laughs> huge week for all four of our alma maters. Syracuse yes. goes up against undefeated Wake Forest. That's mm. a big one. Maryland against Ohio State. That's mm-hmm. that's gonna be a good game to watch. And of course, the game of the weekend, Penn State, Iowa. So yes. all for, all four of our yeah, we, monitors we, are next. We should have got to something for Wake Forest, Syracuse. So uh, maybe we can we'll, figure it we'll out. Better than insomnia football. cookie on it. Uh, hashtag uh, BWF road trip and uh, you know some stakes for Wake Forest, Syracuse. That's all good. Right. I gotta right. go. Thanks uh, for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for chatting. And as always, we love you. Hey, football fans, this is Diana Rossini from The Athletic. Get the top stories in pro football snapped directly to your inbox with our latest NFL newsletter, Scoop City. Jacob Robinson and I will bring you the daily scoop of top NFL articles, posts, and podcasts every Monday to Friday. Sign up for free now at theathletic.com backslash scoop.